fine, fine, Jordan. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you the thing that usually makes most consi- most conspiracy theories fall apart. Because it's always okay. the thing I ask most conspiracy theorists. It's like, okay, you're doubting something happened. The usual thing that like can really like at least like make you think about it. Who? Why would? Whomever. Hello and welcome in to another week of the Stadium Experience with Jake Elmsley. Jordan Moment here alongside me and, you know, we just wrapped up a week where we didn't have to watch a Patriots game, Jordan. I have to tell you, that didn't feel bad. We got to watch some good football games. I will say we'll get more into reactions to it in a bit, but I got to say Wild Card Weekend I think was better than expected. I'd say that. We'll get, we'll get into our full thoughts on that later. And Jordan! Believe it or not, on the Patriots' front, I think we get to start the show off here with what I think, Jordan, is some positive news. Mm-hmm. And that is, and of course this happened like three, I mean, we'll start off with this basically, the kind of the biggest thing going on around the team right now. On Thursday the 12th, the Patriots themselves, Jordan, this was on their official Twitter page, this was not a leak, this was not a report, this was not speculatory. The Patriots on their own Twitter page put out, and on their website, as a press release, put out that they are extending Gerard Mayo and that they will begin interviewing for an offensive coordinator. Which, for one thing, Jordan, never in a million years did I expect them to just announce something like that early, clearly, and not try and dance around it, not tell anybody anything, be really, really cryptic, and try to act really, really smart. So... That's a Jordan. I was fully convinced we were going to get the training camp until I know who the offensive coordinator was. But well, 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 don't don't get ahead of yourself. They never said they're going to hire somebody. <laughs> they're interviewing now. That means <laughs> that means they now have to abide by NFL interviewing policy, and we'll have to. And I guess we'll have to officially have an offensive coordinator, Jordan. In all fairness, which they did not have last season, they had an O line coach who called the plays. Those are different. But well, you know, Joe, little, little do you know, Matt Patricia, he was, he was the first interview. <laughs> he might get one, but they got to interview others, baby. But yeah, so that's, you know, at, you might be right, Jordan, but at a bare minimum, and I don't think you're right, by the way, I, th- I think you're wrong. Because <laughs> this, this, because again, this, this feels unprecedented, honestly, this level of transparency from the New England Patriots in the off season. And I will say this, this does scream... Of, of an ownership group going, hey, hey, guy, no, we know. Everybody, we know, don't worry, we're going to try and fix it. Which we hear, we know, we're going to try and fix it. So I would imagine this is a Robert Kraft thing more than a Bill Belichick thing, but it's happening, I guess. So, Jordan, Jordan, put a smile on your face because it looks like the Patriots might be doing the bare minimum. And how does that feel, Jordan? Isn't that a good feeling? I never felt better. <laughs> Jordan, not one day I'm going to tell my grandkids, oh, you don't remember the offseason of 2023. The Patriots, they had a very low bar to clear. And my God, did they jump right over it. So, again, that's a good thing. It's a good thing. Because, again, Jordan, I, have to, I will reiterate this, reiterate this. I genuinely just felt like we were going to spend, like, this was going to be, like, drawn out for months. And just be super cryptic and be super secretive for no for no reason for no, no benefit whatsoever. That it was going to be some some normal Patriots operating thing, but it isn't. It isn't. 
They're 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 on the hunt. They're looking. I know Jordan. It's very exciting. But so again, the Patriots are looking. Uh, as basically all the reporting still says that like Bill O'Brien is the the front runner of front runners for this. Who I didn't realize his contract with Alabama is actually done. Also, a random thing, but I think Doug Marone's been been uh, mixed, maybe the new old line coach. But uh, otherwise, then when we get into like the actual what? I'm saying Doug Marone. That's... Doug? I know. Wow. <laughs> Doug Marone. <laughs> Would you rather have Doug Marone or Matt Patricia coach your O line? Mm-hmm. I'm going Doug. I'm going Doug. Go Doug too. He's been with the Saints this year. But and then and then once we get into like the speculation has been like like a lot of the speculative reporting's been that like Matt Patricia will move into like well go and be will become like the senior football analyst assistant some something else other than that. Uh, Although I was, I, was, I was hoping he would transition into unemployment. Well, where, Jordan, where I was going to tell you this though. I was going to say this though, Jordan. Something I did learn today is that. That, as of now, Matt Patricia's Lions contract is actually up. So if the Patriots are to bring him back, they'd have to, like, actually give him a contract and actually pay him real money. Because, for those of you that don't know, just to reiterate it, uh, whenever whenever these head coaches get fired, they're still getting paid the remainder of their contract. And any new team that hires them, while they're still, you know, Matt Patricia got let go two years into, like, a five-year deal. So any team that hires him after the fact... They are not paying any money that they pay him now now is like subtracted from what the Lions owe him. So effectively, Matt Patricia's I don't know exactly how much he's been making, but the Patriots basically just pay him. I don't know if they could literally pay him nothing, but they can pay him next to nothing. And he's still just getting the full value of that Lions contract. In fact, unless they were giving him more than that Lions contract, he just he wouldn't be making any more money. But now they'd have to actually pay him, Jordan. So maybe he doesn't even come back. Who knows? But as of now, the Patriots actually want him. They have to actually sit him down, and it's no longer a matter of him being cheap. It's a matter of, no, we actually like you, and we want to pay you, Matt, which maybe not. But either way, I don't care. Je- truly truly, and genuinely, Jordan, at a bare minimum, I know that a team can win a title with Matt Patricia around it. So whatever. Whatever made-up job they give him, I don't care. But they're looking for an offensive coordinator. <laughs> and again. Uh, Bill O'Brien is at the front of that. But would you like to hear a um, a list? Mike Reese put out an article of ESPN the other day, and he listed a couple of guys who he feels like fits into the credentials of you know somebody who's familiar with the system, Some, somebody who realistically they know because I I can't I can't see them at they've I don't think they've they've never hired a coordinator who wasn't somehow connected to the organization in the entire time. Belichick's been here, so I can't imagine that now would be the time that that would start but i'd like to hear they should, they should probably look into that i jordan i've talked about it i'd still love uh i'd still love a clone jordan i keep telling you but i if it doesn't but would you like like to hear this list typed up by um by mike reese hit me with it okay we got we got bill o'brien obviously who's like the front runner favor i mean if you're handicapping this uh adam gase oh, God. on here which whatever honestly whatever <laughs> i'm sure he'd be fine Again, I've I've seen a football team be good with Adam Gase coaching the offense. Uh, Keenan McCardell, the Vikings wide receiver coach, who apparently pl- who played who apparently played with Belichick <laughs> when he was in Cleveland. Uh, Sean Jefferson, 
another like an eight like an this you mean AHC and a receivers coach for the Cardinals last year. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, who is currently off in Thailand somewhere, so I don't think he's interested in the job right now. Seems like uh, Cl- I don't know if you saw that Jordan, but Cliff Kingsbury <laughs> came out like on Saturday that Cliff Kingsbury bought a one-way ticket to Thailand and tells me he's not uh, in any rush to interview for any jobs right now. Because again, he's got they just extended him too. His new contract is about to kick in this coming season, so he financially no incentive to coach. A uh, Doug Doug Newsmeer, who's a QB coach for the Cowboys. And Nick Cayley, who's the Patriots' current tight end coach, who they blocked from going to Jordan McDaniels in Las Vegas, and also they didn't make the play caller last year, so I'm not I'm not buying into not buying into probably not Nick Cayley. They were gonna make Nick Cayley the play caller, he probably would already been the play caller. But so yeah. And again, Jordan, honestly, happy with any of them. I have my preference. I have mine. I want them to poach the most poachable guy off of the Bengals staff or the or the Chiefs staff or the Bills staff or any of it. But if not going to do that, at least they're doing it. Again, I got to tell you, I'm elated. <laughs> this is elating news. <laughs> they're doing it and they're doing it quickly, Jordan. So at a bare minimum... They're going to have an actual offensive coordinator, allegedly. Or or they're going to pull this rug right out from under me and doom me. But I'm, I'm, I'm personally, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pace, placing my wager on option B of the rug being pulled. I, you, you. Why announce it? Why why go out of your way to announce that you're doing it? To if, give you false hope. I. <laughs> I hope not. Also, Gerard Mayo's coming back, which that that part of that's that that might be equally interesting. I guess it's interesting because it's less expected. Well, I mean, I guess I didn't expect the Patriots to do the bare minimum, but the coordinator thing should have been done. But yeah, so Gerard Mayo had had uh, he the Browns requested to interview him for their defensive coordinator spot and the Panthers requested to interview him for their head coach spot. He had a couple of head coaching interviews last year. I know we interviewed with the Broncos. I don't remember the other teams, but I know we interviewed with a few others, but he just kind of said no, and the Patriots are extending him. And I don't know what lies the Patriots told him, or what the situation is like. Now, I mean, now now you have people going out, out and about arguing or assuming that Gerard Mayo is like now being groomed to be like the next in line to be the head coach of the Patriots. But no, I know you're rolling your eyes, Jordan, because on one hand, how many times have we heard that? It's it's been a continuous topic for like the last ten years. But also, I mean, why else do you do it if you're him, right? Like, why else do you just straight up turn down head coaching interviews and sign a new contract? Like, they have to be promising him something, like something. Like a lot of people are saying, like he's gonna be like a lot. Again, a lot of the reporting now is that he's, that he's gonna be a, at a minimum named like assistant head coach, whatever, whatever that means. But I mean, they might have to be promising him something, though, Jordan, right? Like I. On one hand, I know you want to roll your eyes at it, but also you don't turn you don't turn down an interview to be a head coach and then get promised nothing. I mean, unless they're just giving him like a, a billion dollars, which it might uh, unless, unless unless like the Texans asked them, then then I turn it down. Well, it's the Panther. It was the Panthers interview oh. that he turned down, and that's you know we'll say we'll save we'll save the head coaching vacancy ranking for the off season when we're bored and have nothing to talk about, but. 
Like, I don't know. Like, I just, I have to assume it's it's something. I don't know. Like, you're promising him something, right? Like, there's no way you just come back. There's no way you just turn down, like, head coaching interviews to come back and be, like, co-defensive coordinator, but, like, not the play caller with Steve Belichick. Like They, they might have made him vice senior president of defensive personnel package manager management exactly and that's a big title jordan thank you yeah i don't know i don't i i don't i don't know i don't know maybe gerard mayo will be the next coach like that gets you excited (laughs) which i'm glad he's back by the way like i like i am like i am glad that he's that they're that they're retaining him for like the now the future be damned but like for the now, like, I am glad that they're retaining him. I guess if he had left, I also would have just written it off as, who cares? These people leave every year, and then nothing ever, and then it's never really an issue. However, Jordan, in recent years, it feels like maybe that pipeline has dried up a bit, and it's starting to become an issue. So I, I'd rather they keep the coaches that actually seem like they're doing okay. But you know? to uh, pivot back to the offensive coordinator thing, can, uh, can any of those guys actually run like a modern – NFL offense. I mean, yeah. Not to give Mike Shanahan all the credit, but it seems like dude is just I, I guess he's just he's just he just invented what offense is in, in, in this decade. Yeah. Unfortunately, because I know how much you dislike that. I, I don't. <laughs> I actually have some very nice things to say about the 49ers later. But later oh, I have very many nice things to say about <laughs> later them. in the program, but no, I like I like, like they're probably gonna win the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's a pretty nice thing to say, huh? But nah, I don't know. Like I'm again, Jordan. If they bring in Bill O'Brien, he has them run the offense they ran two years ago. It's gonna be it's gonna be like a night and day, Jordan. So yes, I I yes, fine. Like again, any of these guys will be fine at a minimum. It'll be fine. Like it's okay. I'm just glad they're doing it, Jordan. I'm so glad that they're doing it. Again, I'll probably start complaining soon. But I mean, we'll see. I haven't actually seen any reports on who they're interviewing. And again, this list that I read, this is just a list from, like, Mike Reese speculating just based on, like, what they've done in the past. Like, maybe you're right, Jordan. Maybe they'll finally now, maybe they'll finally now be, like, time to bring in some new blood and we'll actually see all these random 19-year-olds who are, like, wide receiver assistants on the 49ers getting interviews. But, you know, we'll we'll see. I don't, I don't know. But I just, again, Jordan, I'm just, I'm I'm happy that they're doing it. I'm, I'm. I'm actually extremely happy that they're doing And that, that bar, Jordan, is on the floor. It's on the floor. But but they're not falling through the floor right now. At a, at, <laughs> that's something. Well, we'll see when the offseason officially opens up. Yeah, but yeah, at, the bare, at a bare minimum, they're, 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 they're being proactive, it feels like, Jordan. They're being proactive. Last offseason, they did not feel proactive about anything. That last off season, it felt like they could. I don't know what was their. I don't know what they were doing last off season, but they, at least it feels like. Which again, I I I assume is all is all being being forced by the firm hand of of, of Robert Kraft. If I'm being honest, but you know Gerard Gerard Mayo staying put, and there they might hire an actual offensive coordinator. Don't lock it in yet. And maybe a real offensive coordinator comes with, like, a real QB's coach. Whoa, 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 whoa. let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> yeah, maybe they or – may, or maybe Bill O'Brien will just be the QB's coach. And uh, then 
You know, Matt. Or maybe, Matt. Or maybe Alabama just gives Bill O'Brien a lot of money. I, you know, I'm sure they have somebody bright and aspiring there who can fill in just fine. I'm, I'm sure they have some. I'm not intimately familiar with their coaching. I'm sure they have somebody there who will do fine next year coordinating. I mean, the Patriots have. So, they do. So I, I, think, I think Alabama's offense can pretty much run itself at this point. I, I'm sure it can. <laughs> and you know, in in fairness, I guess that if anything, Bill Bill O'Brien is a is a is a wildly good compromise for all the parties involved, besides me, not me. But you know, the, you know, the four major pillars of you know the four major parties at play with the Patriots right now: ownership, coaching, Mac Jones, and me. But for the for three of them, I will say it's almost kind of fun. It, it is it is funny how how like the per- perfect of a fit. <laughs> Bill O'Brien is on a lot of angles. Because at a bare minimum, it's somebody that that both Bill Belichick and Mac Jones should probably be able to stomach. Which is probably for the best at this point, if Mac Jones is going to be their quarterback for at least one more season. Assuming that he doesn't actually just hate Bill O'Brien for some reason. But I would assume he does. I'm, I'm speculating on this, but at a bare minimum, they both did fine together. I'd say, I'd say they have a little bit, they had a little bit of success together. And also he's somebody that bill belichick knows and that seems to be one of the biggest credentials for him to hire somebody for a major coaching position maybe, maybe he can pluck some of those alabama assistants and bring them here jordan oh you want that want p- more saving guys here jordan they're really finally going outside of the well they're really finally i mean, branching- I, mean I, I i guess that that would raise the question of whether or not alabama has truly just been on autopilot for the last <laughs> nine years <laughs> If, if it's just like a if it's just like a self sustaining ecosystem, oh, it is. I'm sure just, it is, Jordan. But she's finally Jordan. First round and second round draft picks, and they're just out there doing whatever they want to do. But yeah, no, Jordan. The the Patriots can find uh you know the Bill Belichick coaching tree can finally really go outside of itself and find new ideas and eject kind of new philosophies from a radically different uh, run thing like uh, like the Nick Saban coaching tree <laughs> to uh, plenty of diversity of thought, plenty of diversity of affect. Really, finally, Jordan. <laughs> a bright, philosophically, they're they're radically different. Exactly, a bright young mind, aspiring mind in the game, like Nick Saban, getting some of his energy in here. I mean, can can we get like a Georgia guy? Nah, 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 nah. nah <laughs> okay, nah, that's that's, that's too, too far. Much. That's too much. That, maybe <laughs> that's too much. Jordan. Let's calm down here. Okay, let's, okay. Let's okay. let's calm down here. You know. <laughs> Or like, God forbid, like a USC guy. No, God, Jordan, 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 Jordan. Maybe Jordan <laughs> Addison. Maybe a player. Eh, Jordan Addison. I like Jordan Addison, but no, probably, probably not a coach, Jordan. No, 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 no. No, no. So I'm want, sure you want that, that USC, the USC quarterback coach, no, no, no to him. You know, I'm sure that I'm sure that Bill Belichick would sooner hire Mike Shanahan than hire anybody from his son's coaching tree. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I, you know, who knows? Maybe in the offseason we'll see, Mike. Which I, genuinely and truly, I was shocked didn't actually happen last offseason. That's besides the point. But speaking of quarterbacks, Jordan. Oh boy. We have some. Uh, we have some betting odds. We have some bet the Patriots on some odds lists for uh, one Mister Thomas Brady and one Mister. Tom Brady, by the way, is this guy who's been uh, kind of doing okay the last couple of years in Tampa Bay. Maybe he could be a fit for the Patriots system. And one, uh, one Lamar Jackson, Jordan. 
And these both both of these are the odds from DraftKings. There are a bunch of different odds out there, but I put pulled both from DraftKings, so at least I I assume there's some consistency in the logic and sources and thinking that they're using because they're from the same sports book. I don't know. I know how sports books make odds. Again, I assume that those are the smartest sports people in the world who make sp- odds, honestly. Jake, Jake, if you didn't know, we, we, we probably wouldn't be doing this right now. You'd be <laughs> like a, you'd be like a billionaire. Well. <laughs> yeah. You'd be, you'd be like on the moon. I'd be like, in like Thailand pl- with Cliff Kingsbury right now. Yeah, you'd be plugged in into like one of the computers in like Dune. You'll be doing, <laughs> doing space, space math, math. I don't think off I'd be doing of space, space math. ecstasy. Or whatever it was, Adderall, Space Adderall. Space Adderall. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd... I'd... But I'd own the Space Adderall, Jordan. I'd own the Space Adderall mine. But, so anyway. So, for Tom Brady, the Patriots are fourth in the odds. Now, it is, it's Tampa Bay plus 200, then the Raiders, then the Niners, then the Patriots and Dolphins both have the same odds, and then the Giants. And for Lamar... The Patriots are coming in at fifth. Underneath the Jets, Falcons, Raiders, and Panthers are both traded. By the way, Panthers, I think, are a sneaky Lamar Jackson team. That's something I meant to... I guess they're not that sneaky since they have the third best odds. I guess they're actually not that sneaky, but that's a team I've been meaning to bring up as a... And then Patriots and Commanders are both tied for Lamar Jackson. And... Ooh, the Commanders. The Commanders. That's another... I mean, that's another one. But we talked about this last week, Jordan, that... Jordan, that... When I when I ranked our um when I ranked the when we did our ranking of Patriots offseason needs that I don't really have QB very high up on my list at all unless it's a situation where you can like specifically get Lamar Jackson or t- Tom Brady as in like get somebody who's like transformatively talented obviously Brady had kind of a eh, rough night last night but as we're recording this on Monday however I still believe in Tom Brady I still believe in the greatness. Uh, what what I saw last night on Monday was what I saw three years ago against the Tennessee Titans in the wild card game. Not not a man whose talent has been sapped from him, but a man whose passion for his situation has waned. But he also threw the ball sixty six times. He he is... really he's it's very good still. But. Again, cut, cut that in half. You might get some efficiency. <laughs> but again, if you can get a guy, if you can get Lamar Jackson, yes, I think they should explore getting Lamar Jackson. I don't really even know where I'm going with this. I just wanted to read these odds to you. I honestly don't know what the grand take is other than like, I guess like assuming that the, you know, cause and not assuming odds makers are again, the most plugged in people in the sports world. You think that like Adam Schefter's plugged in, you think Adrian Wojnarowski is plugged in. No, it's the odds maker. Like these, I don't know how they do it. Jordan. Again, I'd love to peek behind that glass one day. I'd love to, and I never will. And I'll always be on the outside looking in as one of the dumb idiots, not one of the smart, beautiful people on the inside, but I'd love, they're the most plugged in people. I believe it fully. And then they also know how to how to simultaneously take that knowledge and use it to exploit the masses psychologically, which maybe is what they're doing right now. But either way, they're they're in the mix. I, I'm not in the mix, but they're at least you know smart people either believe that these things are possible or believe that you and I will believe they're possible enough to maybe bet money on them. 
if they tell us oh, that I'm, they're... Not, I'm, I'm not betting on I'm not betting on those no god no but I mean I do for Brady I do it I mean Brady would be easy to because there's be a money thing Lamar Lamar gets a little I mean Lamar obviously gets you know a little bit more complicated because you have to give up assets and probably give him the biggest contract in NFL history I mean, you better do it before Joe Burrow gets How, his. However, I'm still probably doing it. <laughs> I don't know about you, Jordan. Are you? I mean, I like Brady. I'm giving the money to. Like, every, finally, they can give him his 25 million dollar a year contract. Brady, I'm giving the money to. I, would you do the Lamar trade, Jordan? If if it was like legitimately like a couple of firsts, like other stuff, and like you're giving him, like say it's exactly 250 million guaranteed. Uh, yes. Okay, fair enough. All right, we're at the same place on this then. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I will say the health thing with him is scary. The health thing with him is legit. And maybe we'll talk about this more when we get to the Ravens game. But then... I, I mean, it, it's a concern, but, you know, with with, like, with the with the Mahomes and the Burrows and yeah, Allens, he's he's the it's, only he's the only guy there that can beat them. No, it's 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 that's the thing. It's clean, isn't it? Like it's like like the health thing is. Li- I assume the health thing is the reason the Ravens have even been playing around with this. Like I, I can't think of anything else. Like I j- truly and genuinely, unless they just believe that like he's replaceable and that they can like bring somebody else in and like develop them. And I I I I've I've spent a lot of time thinking about reasons for this, Jordan, because. Mainly because I do think that the Ravens are like, I mean, they have been like over like the last 10, 15 years, the Ravens have like generally been one of the smarter organizations. Like they haven't been at least like one of the dumb teams. So at least I've been like, well, if they're not doing it. There must be like a reason. Like there must be something that they believe that's like grounded in some kind of reality. But, oh yeah, no, I'm doing the Lamar Jackson. I mean, if, if, if it's the health thing, then they should reassess their risk tolerance because they already let this situation get ahead of themselves. If they believe that this offense is unsustainable and that Anthony Brown or Huntley is a better option, then they're just foolish. Well, and they should have traded Lamar well, I would assume that years ago. Well, like, well, they can still trade him now. That's No, I don't even think that like if like it's genuinely just a reticence, like, it's not like they put themselves in a terrible spot. Like If they really just don't want to sign into the big deal, they can franchise him and trade him and get the biggest haul anybody's ever gotten in trade in history, Jordan. Again, it's not like they put them... And then I would assume then they'd bring in a different quarterback. Like, I don't assume that their plan would then be to next season ride in with Tyler Huntley. I assume it would be to do something else at quarterback or use some of those assets you got back for Lamar Jackson to draft a quarterback or something, something, something. But no, like, the fact that the dude, like, two years in a row has, like, basically missed the entire month of December... It's like a bad thing. Like that like that's like like that's a legit concern. And like some people have been speculating that maybe like if you know the contract situation wasn't what it was, maybe he would have been able like maybe he would have been able to kind of like gut it out for this wild card game. And then RG3 specifically pushed back really hard on that. And he's kind of plugged into these things I think, but I, either way, like it, it's still the same. You know, if he, if he could have played and been 70%, it's still, you know, there's an issue with the injury thing. But, oh, even then, Jordan, I mean, absolutely. Like, you want to talk about getting one of these dynamic quarterbacks that I've been talking all year about how you either have or you don't. Like, you either have one of these guys or you're not. You either have one of these guys or you have the elite weapons, which we still haven't seen the team with the elite weapons win yet, by the way. But I'm believing it to a certain extent. But it's 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 this. This is like a grand example of, like, the opportunity cost. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, yes, Lamar baby get, get injured, but you see what you see what he was doing beforehand. Oh, it's Dude unbelievable! Like it's like this phenomenal. Is, like this doesn't happen. Like you, this doesn't happen. Like a QB in his in his prime, maybe even entering his prime. He's only he's about to he's either about to turn twenty six, but you don't see a guy. Actually, excuse me, he just turned twenty six. Happy birthday, Lamar Jackson! His birthday was on January seventh, oh, and he birthday. was born. The same year as us in 1997. Yeah. Anywho, like it's just yeah, like it. it, it that's why this Lamar Jackson gets crazy, right? Because it just it literally never happens. It's never a guy who's this good, this young at that position, never been moved ever, ever. I can't think of one example ever. The closest thing last offseason was Russell Wilson. That was a that was an unprecedented move, and that happened because I I guess a is everybody on the team hated him, and he's also what 35? 33. 34, Jordan. Thank you. Oh, 34 now. And he's 34. Like that's this doesn't happen. <laughs> and, you know maybe maybe the and again maybe the Ravens are right. Maybe the Ravens genuinely feel that if they like go into the draft and they get Anthony Richardson, they can get the same results that they're getting. But man, I. Mm. Oh, Lamar's real good. Oh, Lamar's real good. I'm not saying I believe that. I'm saying it's got to be some combination of they believe that they can get something approaching this level of offensive production without spending $250 million, and it's the injury thing. It's got to be like some combination, whatever the pie chart is for them, you know? I mean, so they go and draft a guy who plays just like Lamar to just end up in the same position Well, now, Well, yeah, three but, years you know, later. not spending all the money. Yeah, but you'll have to pay Anthony Richardson. Yeah, then you get a new. I mean, if you believe yourself years, at that point, you just keep getting. But it'll new, be it'll be exponentially more than you would have to pay Lamar. Or you get for another the same guy, player you know? with the same injury yeah. risk. Or you get another guy. Or then you get another guy again, and you just keep doing it, and you keep taking. Which, by the way, I mean, to a certain extent, like if you can do that successfully, that's probably the smartest way to run your team right now. Like, if you can successfully find a new quarterback in the draft every three, four years, and then take advantage of having a guy in a rookie contract and being able to spend a bunch of money, which is like how these teams are winning. Right? That's how the Chiefs, part of why the Chiefs won with the homes, the Bengals, because obviously that's a massive advantage if you can have high-level quarterback play and have a guy making $2 million a year. Like, if you can do it, if like a team can like successfully pull that off, then that's probably the best way to run your team, but it's, you know. How many? Who's hitting on a quarterback every three years? That sounds crazy. That sounds yeah, very Lord. challenging to do. Like it might be some amount that the Ravens just believe they can do that. I don't know. Like there's like I keep that. And if that's the case, that's just that's blind arrogance. It's arrogant, but if you get it right, it, you know, you're pretty smart. I mean, if you get if you if you nail that, like yeah, like now you have like a lot more money to use on other stuff, and then you get and you get all these assets for Lamar. Like you can build a really good team if you can hit the quarterback thing but yeah that's you know if they're like well we picked lamar jackson 32nd overall like we can just do that again so you, you picked up the best the fourth best quarterback in the nfl and just go eh, yeah we, we no, made him you know we, well, i mean the Patriots, freaking bill belichick believed he made tom brady jordan like these dudes are kind of arrogant I also you know like these dudes get arrogant so I, like i just I spent a lot of because again, Jordan. I don't think it's just dumb, 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 dumbs mashing rocks. Because again, like Harbaugh and the Ravens, like again, like on balance, they've been a pretty smart team for the most part. 
so I have to believe it's grounded. In so-, so I've just spent so much time thinking about this. But yeah, no, man, I'll take Lamar. Uh, and maybe the Patriots will be on the other end of it, and they'll look like the dum dums. But uh, I'm fine. Go, go get him. Very cool player. <laughs> I mean, Jordan, you want you want some you want some likability on this team, Jordan? I I would like I I do I I am a Lamar Jackson enjoyer. You know that would be that would be great. And I think they I think they'd embrace it. I mean, don't, I don't want anybody to come out here and be like that's not their offense. That's a lie. They're willing they're willing to adapt their offense for freaking the washed husk of Cam Newton. Remember, <laughs> which by the way they freaking maximized when you look back. Honestly, that might have been one of Josh McDaniel's best years in hindsight. But even though maybe he just wanted to go to Jarrett Stidham all along. But, yeah, man. Oh, man. Like, it's – I'm glad I, I probably I get – I mean, I, regardless, I think the Ravens are foolish. They, they Probably. Just, like, they're probably – They just need to bite the bullet because you, you see they, you see what they are without Lamar. They're nothing. And in fairness, they – I mean, I, I don't even want to give them credit because this is almost like I don't even want to give them like the out. They they sure they sure did get screwed over by, um, by the Browns and Deshaun Watson. Man, did that – did that just throw a massive rock in the? Did that just piss in the bucket of all QB of all QB I mean, negotiations? Yeah, I tell, tell you that Deshaun Watson is going to be cheap when Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert come up. That's what I'm saying, though. My That's my point as well. I don't feel that bad for cheap. the Ravens. I don't feel that bad for the Ravens because like it's ah like that's the market. Like what do you want, buddy? Like it's the you fully guar- the, the fully guaranteed thing is what makes it crazy. Like it is like it's not just like that. Like the average value went up. It's the fully guaranteed element of it. Like. That's the crazy part about it. Well, I mean, that's about to be the standard now. It might, like, they might, they might. <laughs> if Joe, if Joe Burrow doesn't take fully guaranteed money, I'm, I'm gonna call him a damn fool. I, that's, yeah, that's what we're gonna see, isn't it? Like, we see that's the thing. Lamar is the first one to come up since that happened, and it's just like you were seeing this now. Like, there, there, there is, and I don't know if it's either just teams in general don't want to give these fully guaranteed contracts. Maybe that's just it. Like, maybe I spent too much time trying to read into like the way that the Ravens feel about Lamar Jackson. And I've just, I've been looking at this too much and maybe it's literally just these teams really don't want to give quarterbacks guaranteed money. Maybe, maybe the owners are all like calling each other being like, don't do it. Don't make this the norm, please. Let's, if we can, we can, we feel. If that's we, the cost of doing business. That's we the cost, feel man. like if we just go, well, what do you want us all to be like Deshaun Watson? Maybe that'll just kind of. Somehow that'll just people won't really add that all up together to be like, yeah, Deshaun Watson is a rapist. Why why do business like the Browns did with him? That was a bad thing the Browns did, and somehow you kind of get out with it. But I don't know. It's oh. weird. <laughs> no, I I know. I'm I'm a oh, man of reasonable like... intelligence. I can know. I can see through. I know. I know. Sorry, I'm NFL saying, owners. I'm not saying people will fall for it, but like I don't know. Like maybe that's it. Like it's just like, again, Jordan. I've thought about this a lot. Because it's, it's so weird, right? Because it's just, you think they just lock him down, but they're not. So, like, what is it? I don't, I want to know. Like, they wouldn't even talk about him on Sunday when they were playing the Bengals. John Harbaugh wouldn't even acknowledge he exists. J.K. Dobbins then did acknowledge that he existed after the game. By the way, they still almost won that game, Jordan, the craziest part. They still very nearly won that game and maybe could have if Tyler Huntley didn't literally fumble the ball in the one-yard line. Like, they, they very well could have won that game is the crazy thing. Which, again, again, like, they're a good organization. Like, they're a good team. Like, may, maybe they do legitimately think if they just had, like, an actual quarterback. Like, not Tyler Huntley. But, you know, if they think if they, like, actually just, like, reinvested at that position. But less than they have to they, invest they in Lamar did, Jackson. They, they, did be have, they did have an actual quarterback. 
This is the funniest part. It's like, it was, Lamar was, he was great. Well, he's great, but he was helpful. He was hurt. But, but he's, I don't know. The Lamar thing's weird to me, but you know. Bring him here, baby. And I, I'm still, I'm still, and I'm also, I'm still not necessarily believing that his knee injury was as bad as he said it was. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, again, I, I don't want to get into that. Like, in fact, but I don't know, maybe. I don't know. Hey, it's, man, you know, it was a borderline, borderline was well, that's what I'm saying. If it's a stage, borderline stage, thing, though, you probably... Strain three, stage three, well, strain, whatever it was. Maybe it's something he would have gutted out. Some, like I said, yeah, maybe it's something he would have gutted out. You got to like... take your time with it, Jake. No, that's what I'm saying. Maybe something he would have gutted out if, like, he had his money. I would hope it would be, honestly. Like, I'd, I'd like to know that my quarterback will, like, try and come back for a playoff game. Unless it's an, an unprecedented contract situation. Like, I'll give him a pass for it. But and, I... In, in, in the words of Shannon Sharp, there's two things that make an injury better. Money and ice. And then Skip Bayless interjected, said, "Ice that you put on your body and ice that you wear." Oh, that's like, good. Oh. I was like, "Oh, look at this! Look at Skip Bayless." <laughs> it's true, though, you know. So, no, yeah. If he wants, if he wants, hey, yeah. If he wants to come here, come here. You know, I mean, uh, someone's gonna give someone's gonna give Lamar Jackson what he wants. No question. That Patriot, Patriots have the seventh to fourth most cap space in the league. Estimates are always kind of wonky on that. And you can always structure the contract, oh, yeah. the, whatever whatever way you oh, want yeah. it to. Oh, don't worry about. It. I I I would. I don't know what like what's what's your like, your. I, I didn't realize we we're gonna get into like full Lamar Jackson talk. What's what's your like what's the max amount you're giving up for Lamar Jackson like asset wise? I'm thinking like Mac Jones, a couple fourth, second round pick, Matt Patricia. Oh uh, yeah, Matt Patricia definitely go. I mean, I'll give up two first Mac Jones couple seconds maybe third or fourth i mean basically whatever they want i'll, I'll kind of give it up <laughs> so, i mean because what, 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 what the hell are the patriots going to do with those first round picks anyway because russell wilson got two firsts two seconds a fifth and then drew lock shelby harris and noah fan i don't know if the ravens if i'm the ravens i'm like trying to ask for more than that i don't know if you're necessarily getting that because people might just look at that russell wilson trade and be like no that was a that was a disaster. We're not we're not matching because also like trying to like compare trades like off season to off season honestly can kind of be foolhardy because the going rates of players one off season to the other can wild ver- can vary wildly. But it's what we have to go off of right now. And also, I I I guess the thing with the Patriots they don't have a necessarily appealing tight end or receiver core. Well, yeah, but who figure it out? Like you got Lamar Jackson, figure it out now. Like- like I don't like I don't know like ooh you wanna you wanna take on Hunter Henry's contract? Eh, I'd kind of rather keep Hunter Henry here if you could be getting Lamar. Honestly, you want John U. Smith? But it's just it's like like two first two 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 seconds, and then stuff. Really, it's just it's just stuff. Like the play, those are like decent players, but they just just stuff. You know, just stuff. Stuff being like mid round picks, like. Random players that they may or may not want. I mean, I, I guess maybe Mac Jones as a throw-in, or maybe they hate Mac Jones and don't want him. Who cares? But like one way, or they're like two, two first, two seconds, and like stuff. I, I, I do that. I, I do that. Now the problem is maybe other like other teams would probably do that too, and other teams that probably have like better picks. Like the Falcons can trade a better pick than you can right now. The Raiders have a higher pick. The Panthers again. 
I think the Panthers. I think the Panthers are a sneaky uh, Lamar Jackson team. I don't know why. I feel like David Tepper wants to spend big. But, I mean, I'm doing that. And if I'm Robert Kraft, I'm... I, I'm, I'm into that too, baby, because you want you want to go back to the Patriots. Having, we've talked about this, Jordan. TV ratings of the Patriots were down this year. They played less primetime games than we've ever seen in our lifetime. Hey, no, it gets you back. You know, it gets you back at the primetime, Jordan. A, a young, dynamic quarterback. It's getting Lamar Jackson. Like, like, it being good for the team, notwithstanding, good for a bit. Like, oh, baby. Oh, I'm in on. Or Tom Brady. I mean, Brady too. I mean, Brady, Brady would be fun too. I'd, I'd also love to. Damn, Lamar Jackson in the NFC. Ooh, I, you know, why not he'd be the best quarterback in the NFC? Yeah, he'd, hands down. He'd be the best. Actually, even though Jalen, even though Jalen Hurts was the second on the second team All Pro this year, Jalen Hurts was great. But I, I need, I need to see another season like this one. Yeah, no, like, I, but like Lamar, like no, like Lamar would a hundred and ten percent be the best player in the. NFL. Be the best quarterback in the in the NFC. Actually, in fact, if I'm the NFL, I'm almost kind of trying to push for that because you know you got to get they got to get something going in the NFC. The NFC is kind of a little bit rough this year, QB wise. Best QB in well, the NFC, see, right? You don't want to see Daniel Jones and Kirk Cousins and Taylor Heineke battle, battle it out again <laughs> you next know? year. I don't for, mind for it. like the six for like the six seed. Hey baby, I don't mind. Hey again, good playoff games this week, honestly. But yeah, I'm doing I'm doing the Lamar thing. Like, no, very, very little hesitation. Very little hesitation. I mean, I'm one, one, one thing, one common thread I've, I've been I've been reading about, I'm not quite sure what people see in the Raiders that I don't see. What do you mean? Raiders are, they're kind of a bad team. Yeah, they're, but what do you mean? Like, what are people seeing, though? You're talking about, like, like, the Brady stuff and all that? The Brady stuff, the Lamar stuff. I don't, I don't know why people have this much confidence in, like, I, the Raiders, I mean, like, yeah, like their weapons are great, but well, their for defense Brady, is non-existence like and their O line is garbage. Yeah, well, for the for for like Brady, it's like it's like a McDaniel's thing, like that's the connection. And Ooh. like they they've clearly like broadcasted that they're going to be looking for a quarterback, and I think that they still probably fancy themselves a good team, so they'd be like like the Brady thing makes a lot of sense. I, I don't know, like on Lamar, like really that whole list is just teams that like need a quarterback that might fancy themselves being like kind of on the bubble of being good which in fairness they you know the jets falcons panthers patriots commanders dolphins all teams that are like right on that like are like on the bubble of like that either made the playoffs or were like close to making a, except for the falcons were like close to making the playoffs and like all need a quarterback so i mean like you know naturally you just be like these are the teams that are being involved in a Lamar Jackson, and then I assume that the people did, making did the Falcons win more games than the Raiders, or as uh, much? I don't know. Did nope. the Falcons go seven and ten? I don't. I don't think the they? Falcons won seven games. They won. They won seven games. They did win more games. Oh wow, they are. They did. Wait, win. <laughs> schedule. They did win seven games, but that's the thing. Like you know, maybe they'd be a team that would be in on it. And you know, Lamar and Jackson. The NFC you... South was nightmarish. This but year. yeah, I mean, the Brady stuff with the Raiders, I just assume is like. 80% of McDaniel's thing. And Brady. I, I I just I don't see what what anyone would find appealing about that Las Vegas team. Well, the well the locate well the location. Constant turmoil. Well, the weapons. Really like that's the weapons and the, like Brady knows the coach and like it's something that he's comfortable with, which I guess so are things that you know. Monte Adams, Josh Jacob. Hey, Hunter Renfro. The, throw to them a couple times a games and watch their defense evaporate and lose yeah. a 15 point lead. Exactly. As they did like eight times this yep. year. <laughs> yes. And last year. And the year before that. But, and the year before that. Yep. 
And but that's I, those are the odds. I didn't make the odds. This isn't my. This isn't my list. Also, I'm just. I'm just saying. I'm. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not a Raiders enjoyer. I. I'm not either. In fact, they probably. They probably just should have fired Josh McDaniels for his. They instance. don't have the money. They can't afford it. I don't believe that. <laughs> they can't afford. They don't. They don't want to be paying him. John Gruden and three other people probably. Well, that's their fault. It is. <laughs> it, it sure is. But that's the Lamar Jackson thing. But and then and then they'll have another first round pick that won't make it on the team. Yes, yep, either, that'll, like, that'll kill somebody like, commit, or get cut. Uh, violent crime in two years and get cut exactly. But moving on to the wild card weekend, Jordan, I got to tell you, uh, better than I thought. I I felt just in general thumb, and some people have been complaining about officiating, and I hate complaining about officiating, so I'm not going to do it. But I I give wild card weekend a uh, a, a, a thumbs up, Jordan. Lot of lot of pretty good games. Seahawks 49ers was close. For a while. For a little bit. Hey, first <laughs> half, tied game. Seahawks were up by one, in fact, going into halftime. That's pretty good. Also, I will say, I think the 49ers have become my favorite team to watch in the league right now. They are. They are, they, they they are, are, they are so good. It's 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 it's, it's, so, it's, 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 it's inferior. It feels like I'm watching a different sport than when I watch Patriots games, like truly and genuinely. Like, their <laughs> offense is so, it's just so fun to watch. It's so good. So good. They can just do everything. They have so many dudes. Everybody can do everything. It's unbelievable. Oh, my God. It really is like just giving like like a man who's been wandering through the desert for three months a, a drop of water. It's like Christian McCafferty, Debo Samuels, George Kittle, an offensive line. Oh, my God. What it's unreal. This? Brandon Ayuk. Who, and then who are they have these an guys? Defense. Like it's, oh, they're so like their offense is just so fun to watch. It really is. Like it's just every time I just love watching them. I really do. Like as much as like a Kyle Shanahan like hater that I've been for a long time for like nebulous personality things. My God, they're so fun to watch. My God, can they please get Brandon Ayuk here in New England, please? Please, please ask for a bunch of no, no, ask no. for a bunch of money, Brandon. Hey, he's entering, no, no, no. He's, entering he's, no, no. he's ending his third season. That's when the guys ask for money. That's when. That's what up. That's when that's when guys ask for money, Jordan. It's true. I might I might take a little bit less to stay on that roster. Ah, uh, why would you? Get uh, the bag. Because that roster is just better than anywhere else. Chase the bag. Come play that, with That Lamar. ecosystem is a, better than anything anyone else can ever provide ah, for me. Get the bag. That's the point. That's why they think you're replaceable. Prove that you're not. Come somewhere else. Make your mark. Get your money. What, Jordan, when do receivers ever turn down money? To, when do elite they, they don't. But uh, When do elite I, receivers uh, ever turn down money to be a cog in a machine, Jordan, also? They don't. But if I, was, if I, if I were to talk to Brandon Ayuk, I'd be like, you know. And I'm this sure this is good. You, nope. This is this I'm the is best. good. I want my money. And I'm sure the fort and I'm sure the 49ers maybe they don't want to give him 20 million dollars cuz they got to pay all these other dudes and they think they can replace him and you know maybe that's when Bill Belichick uh, slips on in. Him, maybe maybe T Higgins in the same vein as another guy I want to talk about at some point. Make a nice T Higgins move, you know, Joe Burrow's going to be getting the biggest contract ever. Jamar Chase, honestly, will also reset the wide receiver market. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe a T. Higgins slips through the cracks. But anyway, that game was fun to watch. I like watching the 49ers. Uh, me, like everybody else on the planet, I stopped watching Chargers-Jaguars at halftime. I, I did I did as well. I did. I went out. I went to go see some friends. I went to go touch some grass. Like a fool. 
Oh, I should have seen that coming from a mile away, Jordan. I'm embarrassed with my... How many years have I spent explaining how the Chargers are futile? A futile organization that will never have anything nice. Of course they did this, Jordan. I looked this up. I... That's the game. In the second half, they ran the ball, I think it was about seven times. It was like six or seven times. They are up by 20. They were up by 27 at one point. And then they were up by 20 going into the half. Which, by the way, they let up an end-of-the-half touchdown. Cracks started to show. They ran the ball seven times! Which, Jordan, is the only way. I talked to this to you about the other day. If you look back at the Falcons Super Bowl against the Patriots, the, really the only way you let a team back into a game with that large of a lead is just, like, refusing to run the ball and not being able to do anything offensively. But even if you run the ball and you're getting three and outs every possession, at a bare minimum, you're running more clock. Like, that adds up. They could do it. They wouldn't do it. They Maybe they couldn't do it. People are like, oh, they're not built for it. Eckler isn't really a bell cow. I think he's barely touched the ball 20 times in a game this season. Who cares? Just do it anyway. Do it anyway. And don't give her the first down. You know, jet sweets, bubble screens, other stuff like that are run run adjacent. Anything. And they don't. And they don't. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. Oh, and they didn't. And it's just, oh, my God. Then they didn't fire their coach. That's the craziest thing. Like, I assumed that Brandon Stately was out. And then yeah. today, they came out and announced that they were firing uh, Joe Lombardi, the OC, and firing their passing game coordinator, which, you know, gives me the message that, you know, they're not firing the head coach because you don't announce the coordinators and fire the coach, which maybe has something to do with Jim Harbaugh going back to Michigan, honestly. Probably. Because if I'm Jim Harbaugh or Sean Payton, like, that, that Chargers job is kind of the one that I'm circling. That's the one I'm circling like a buzzard right now. Like, that, that's the elite landing spot if you're a coaching candidate. But, captain, it's crazy. Brandon Stately, who loves to think himself out of winning games. It really is unbelievable. Also injuring his star players in a meaningless game. You don't, because yeah, he doesn't think. It's not, <laughs> there's, no, there's nothing behind those ears, Jordan. You know, the, you know the Chargers were 30, I think it was either their 31st and... They're 31st in yards per passing attempt. That doesn't make sense to me. It's not right. That wasn't a number. <laughs> was it average depth of target? It was something like that. I, I had the numbers. I should have kept them. Did I save it? Oh, I'm an idiot. This was, I thought this was a tab I had pulled up. What a fool I am. The hell was their offense this year then? I, mean, I didn't watch that many Chargers games because why would I? I, wa- I? I watched like that one Charger Chiefs game when – uh. Uh, uh, Where on earth Justin did I Herbert find that broke number? His ribs. Oh, I'm getting embarrassed right now. Anyway, don't mind that. Never mind it. But it's, it's fine. You you may not even hear. You know, this their offense wasn't wasn't. <laughs> the point is that they were not they were not they were not pushing the ball downfield like at all as a team. Like if you look at like the passing charts from this game, it's like there's like a full arc in front of Justin Herbert. Like literally, like if you look at the pass chart, like a full like all the lines make like an arc. Directly about two yards in front of him. Like, they're just... I don't know. I, I don't know. So now they're going to rehab their offense and, and not fire their stupid coach. And then they'll probably make a bunch of cool moves this offseason. And everybody will say that the Chargers are a sneaky Super Bowl pick. And that they're loaded. And then... And then we'll get to, like, November. And people will be telling me that I'm stupid for not believing in them. And then... And then they'll... Then, then I'll be right. Is what will happen. I'll turn out to be right, and the Chargers will fail spectacularly somehow. 
like they did here, where they failed spectacularly. Spectacularly. Also, Trevor Lawrence is a dog. He is a dog. Who the hell throws four picks in the first half and then comes out in the second half and just starts slinging it again like nothing happened? A dog, that's who. Man said, oh, I'll, I'll get him. I'll get him this time around. That is that is a man who told himself it's zero zero at halftime. And then went to Waffle House afterwards. Yeah, he did go to Waffle House afterwards. It's true. He did. Man, man's a man of the people. So yeah, Trevor. Trevor. They might have been. They might have been right about Trevor Lawrence. They, they might have got that one on square on the nose. Ur- Urban Meyer. You know, he might have been not very good when he was in Jacksonville. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Doug Peterson. I don't, might... think, I don't think Doug Peterson is this offensive guru like everybody else does. No, but he is. He is proving but... my theory that sometimes just hiring like a boring head coach who's like displayed a displayed like a level of competency is sometimes the right move. Yeah, he's so, dude. Dude is it's just, dude is just a solid B plus offensive man, mind. Man has been a successful head coach in the NFL, and a lot of people cannot say that same thing. <laughs> And Trevor Lawrence is like the best quarterback over the last like two months. I, it's unbelievable. It really like that. You want to talk about it fact like that? Like that's an intangible thing. Like again, to be able to play that badly in the first half and come out and be like, ah, it's fine. Unfazed. Unbelievable. Ice, ice, ice in veins. That is does not care. Bills Dolphins was also a good game. Like I, that was the game I wasn't gonna watch. I went to, I went to go take a nap in my friend's apartment, and then I didn't. Cause they want, cause they were watching, uh, they were watching Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio movie that came out last month. Jordan, do you know that this existed? I didn't know it existed. I did it. Said it. People said it was good. It was great. <laughs> I watched the I, whole I, thing. It was great. It was really good. It was all claymation. It looked really good. It was really unsettling at the beginning. It was so good. I like, I like how I like how he made Pinocchio. He's just all out of wood. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I like that. It was good. I was, I, I, I recommend it. It was very good. Also, like three Pinocchio movies came out last year, Jordan. Did you know that? No. Like three separate adaptations of Pinocchio came out last year. Yeah. Oh. But anyway, so I watched it, and then I went, okay, time to go for a nap. Let me see the Bills Dolphins score. I pulled it up, and like in the first half, and I saw that the Dolphins were up. And, uh, and then I moseyed myself on down to where I was going to go watch the Vikings-Giants game. And I watched it. And, man. Josh Allen, man. They were close. I got to tell you. You know, I, I I guess I was glad to see the, the Bills be look mortal. At a bare minimum. <laughs> like, I guess that's only a positive to take. And, my Lord, if the... If the Dolphins could just have a QB stay healthy like a Tom Brady, you know, how things would be. Josh Allen's just head empty throw ball <laughs> run over linebacker. But, yeah, no, man, like that was – I cannot – again, a game that I thought would suck was was pretty good. Giants, Giants-Vikings was fine. I didn't like seeing Kirk Cousins lose. It made me sad. But, you know, it is what it oh, is. Oh, no, I was, I, was, I was all in it. See, Saquon was eating them boys. He was. I, can't, I was like, oh, man, is I, this 2016? I'd check the calendar. <laughs> I can't wait to yell at them for overpaying him in the offseason. Oh, it's going to be terrible. But, like, this this, 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 this comeback arc is, is ridiculous. Oh, it is. And I got to tell you, I was, like, ready before that game, too. I've been reading, like, a lot of, like, Daniel Jones numbers. I was watching a little bit of Daniel Jones film breakdowns, Jordan. And I was like, Daniel Jones wasn't very good this year. 
penalties. Some of Daniel Jones, like he had, he'd been like, he basically like, on, like he's also, he's been like almost exclusively like go out there, throw to first read or run, which, you know, is probably a smart thing for Brian Dayball to be telling him, honestly. But it felt like it was a lot of that. And like, obviously the receivers sucked, but even then, like when dudes were open, he's like not finding dudes a lot. Like it's just, again, like, like go out first read, go. Then in this game, he was balling, dude. He 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 took he took the weights off like Rock Lee. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe maybe Daniel Jones is good. I don't know. It, no, it's, it's all Brian Dable. Oh, and, and which which again, which so I wouldn't pay him if I'm the Giants at this moment in time. I mean, we'll see what happens. They have a whole playoff run. I probably not because again, I'm of the belief that if you feel like you made a guy as a coach, just make another guy and don't pay Daniel Jones twenty five million dollars. But can, can the Giants get Hendon Hooker? Yeah, I mean, why not? Like, it's – but, you know, it's – Brian Table sure to do a better job with it than Joe Judge did, though, didn't he? Oh, most certainly. But, yeah, but then he played really good in this game. Like, he was really good in this game. Like, Daniel Jones, like, busted, like, in, like, a singular game. Like, he he, he busted all these narratives I was spewing, baby. So, I don't know. We'll, I mean, we'll see. Like, that's kind of the value they, of having a play. Like, Daniel Dan Jones has had a lot of moments this season where he's just – Like, if he, like put, – put the, put the team on his back. Well, again, like if you look at the real numbers, that's like he actually is last in the league in big time throws, Jordan. And like a depth of target. I think he is actually 32nd. Again, not a lot, but again, like that, it's been fine. Like it's worked. That, like it's, that, that makes it that makes it more impressive considering how anemic the Giants roster is. It's not great. Again, it's not great. It's not the res the weapons he has have not been great this season. But I don't know. Like we'll see. Like if he marches into Philly and they like shred the Eagles, like maybe, maybe I gotta really rethink my Daniel Jones takes. But Oh, that no, was that's, good. That's going to be a game. Oh, that's going to be a game. Jordan, we got three NFC East teams in the divisional round. Could have been four if the commanders didn't sell. They probably would have made it out of the wild card round, Jordan. Probably not, but they they would have been they would have been playing the 49ers on Sunday. Oof. Yeah, no, they would not. I should be on Saturday. But and then you Ravens Bengals, we already talked about that. And Cowboys Buccaneers, it was sad. It made me sad. Also, honestly, it makes me feel different about the Cowboys. The Cowboys might actually be legit because that's a game they would have lost last year at million and ten percent. They they also just they don't have a kicker anymore. I guess. I guess not. No. I was I was I was watching. I had the game on like a low volume, and I was mm -hmm. I had it on my second monitor right there. And every 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 time I look at the Cowboys, I just I was like, dude, this dude just keeps missing kicks. He really does keep missing kicks. <laughs> I was very confused. I was like, why is he doing this? It really is unreal. But, yeah, no, the, the Buccaneers are pretty cooked. Uh, their defense is very good. Todd Bowles might just suck, sadly. It might... Yeah, he Todd Bowles sucks. Todd Bowles might just suck. <laughs> might have just not been the Jets. <laughs> he might just be bad. So, like, I think Brady's out of there. I don't think Brady's retiring. I think he's out of there, though. I think Brady's, like, big time out of Tampa Bay. I don't know why you'd stick around if you're him for that. But, and then that brings us, Jordan. I think I like all these games in the divisional round. Oh, oh wait, one one thing I do have to say: oh, yeah. Tom Brady's pocket awareness is phenomenal. Oh, it is, isn't it? The, this dude, he, the, he, the the way that he just it's, he can he can just sniff partial. out the way just the sniff way it out oh, never never gets hit. It's always been the most impressive thing about Tom Brady: the way that man can move like inches and. He diagnosed the exact two steps he had to take to make the entire pass rush buzz by him. It's unreal. It's always been unreal. And he slowed down a little bit this year. Like, he was, like, a little bit slower, like, at least on, like, his, like, release this year. 
But like, like, like I feel it. If Tom Brady can show Josh Allen how to like throw the ball away, it's not a matter of Josh Allen learning how to do it. It's just learning. It's, it's just accepting to do it. Just Josh. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's a part. Of it. <laughs> Anybody can know how to throw the ball away. That's and oh no, Bray Brady's pocket awareness has always been like maybe like the thing I found the most fun to watch about Tom Brady. It it really Josh, is Josh Allen head head empty throw ball. Like man is just an ultra instinct in the pocket like at all times. And Josh Allen made the, some of the greatest throws I've ever seen. Yeah, see, see, Josh like, Allen's oh. using ultra ego. See, that's the difference. That 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 is that right, is the, see, that the is the comp. You know, Bray, uh, Josh Allen's he, like he is, I, he is all ego. The more damage I take, like the stronger I get. Brady. Like Tom Brady's body may have a mind of his own, but me, I'm all <laughs> ego. <laughs> but no, yeah, I know the divisional round game all pretty good. You got you got Jaguars, Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs are probably gonna watch it, but it'll be fun to watch. I want to see more. That's a that's a setup for Trevor. That's a setup, man. I want to see more playoff to Trevor. Giants Eagles again. I I keep thinking the Giants aren't very talented, but man, they keep winning, and I can I can respect that. Oh oh, oh no, they aren't talented. That's that's what makes it so great. They <laughs> they are they are dramatically un- outmatched in literally every single thing besides kind of like, sort what, like of pass seven rush. all pros. Would it not yeah. be an Eagles thing though to lose this game? Oh, 100 percent Would this not be a mega Eagles thing to assemble this ultra talented roster? Like, like it wouldn't surprise me if like Nick Sirianni come and the Eagles come out and they they get nervous and Brian Dayball be, being a dog just he is a dog pounds them into oblivion. Saquon the has like had retained him. 160, two touchdowns. Daniel Jones throws for like another like two, has like 85 like percentage completion rate. I, yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. It would be something. And then Bills bang. I mean, that's that's a weird one. I don't even know. I mean, that's a great game. Last time they played, it wasn't so great. Yeah, last yeah. But uh, you know. Hopefully, it'll be a bit better this time. People want to keep arguing about like if like they should have to play that game in Buffalo or not. It's a whole thing. I don't want to get into it though. And then Cowboys oh, the, 49ers might be a real game. That might be a fun you game. Want, you want to talk about the neutral site divisional round going to Atlanta and the Mercedes We're getting to it, Jordan. Stadium. We're getting to it, Jordan. Don't bury my lead here. <laughs> and then Cowboys 49ers. I think that'll be a fun one. I'm not completely dismissing the Cowboys out of hand. If if, if Dak Prescott can play the way he played on Monday, oh, again, then they can win. That's always the thing I tell but, you with Dak Prescott. That's always the thing. That's always the argument we get into. The ceiling when Dak Prescott plays at his best is so good. It's it's, it's up there with all the elite quarterbacks. Just he doesn't do it every other game. But when he plays but, great, he's like a top five quarterback. But the 49ers, oh so boy, so so good. That but, is. Yep. Who knows? Though you know you're gonna have Brock Purdy playing like an actual playoff caliber defense. I don't think that matters to Brock Purdy. I, uh, I, I think that, who knows I think that boy might just Brock be unperturbable. He might just be different. Yeah, he might just be. Yeah, he might. He might got that dog in him. But we'll we'll see. Uh, Isn't it fun? Fun games. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch all of these. These are all good games. And then Jordan, you buried my lead on it, but we do have to talk about one more thing in regards <laughs> to the NFL. And this came out, I believe, on Wednesday. Was it? This came out Wednesday, mm-hmm. Thursday. A day after the show, so the NFL knew that I wouldn't be able to react to it in time. They maybe thought I'd forget about it. I haven't. Uh, the fact that the that they are moving, I think we talked about this as a possibility, Jordan. 
my own personal hell is becoming reality. And the NFL is obviously moving the, they will have the neutral, if the Bills make it to the AFC Championship game against the Chiefs, the neutral site AFC Championship game will be held not, not in an area that simulates the conditions of Kansas City or the conditions of Buffalo to make a fun, dynamic January AFC Championship game that'll be memorable and kind of represent the both areas. No, 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 no. Oh, no, not having it in Pittsburgh, Jordan. They're not having it in Chicago. Can't have that, Jordan. Weather's an abomination. Weather is unfair. So, they'll be having this in the corporate-friendly, rich man's Mercedes-Benz Dome in Atlanta. And I hate it. Oh, I hate it so much. Because you know they want to do this for every conference title game. You know if this goes well. They're going to get so into the idea of having every conference title game in some stupid dome. And I hate it. I hate it. So we sold out all 100,000 seats for the AFC Championship. Oh, we had all these vendors. We had to be a whole thing. (laughs) Oh, they'll make a whole thing out of it. And and I'll hate it. I'll hate it, Jordan. There is no reason for this game to be inside. (laughs) In the South. Truly angers me. Would it, would it anger you less if they played in Detroit? No, not really. Maybe a little bit. Because, like, they're just having it in the Mercedes-Benz Dome because it's just the the mega the mega corporate-friendly dome. So maybe a little bit less. Not really, though. America's favorite stadium, the Mercedes-Benz I hate it. I hate it. It's my least favorite stadium. It's my least favorite. I hate it. It's a post-modern blight onto the world. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really good stadium. It's too it's nice. Okay. It's too nice. It's inside. It's just, I, I hate, I really do hate it, Jordan. They're like, what? I hate it. Especially since, like, I really like Arrowhead. Like, as, like just the way it looks on TV, I really like it. And, like, obviously, like, it's a very loud environment. And, like, same thing with Raymond J. And the fact it's, like, cold and, like, this game should be a little bit more dynamic. Even though there are people who would have you convinced that playing games in cold weather is, like, asterisk-worthy or, like, an abomination. God forbid the sport be dynamic, Jordan. We need to make sure that every single game is played in the exact same conditions. And that every single game, that there's nothing that could be... Oh, I hate it about the conditions. Can't force teams to adapt to anything, Jordan. I hate, I, I really hate that they're doing this there. I, I make, it makes me angry. It really does. Jake, it's busy finding about to go down to Atlanta. We'll have this nice air-conditioned stadium. It'll be, a, it'll be about 72 degrees. And then... They'll have those nice, these form-fitting seats that can accompany large-dyed people. Poor, and... poor coaching staffs won't have to won't have to have to hurt their whittled brains trying to account for weather or wind exactly. direction it'll, or temperature. It'll be, it'll be, you know, you'll have you'll have Patrick Mahomes and, and Josh Allen. They'll be making the media rounds. They'll have oh, all yeah. these all these all these venues and booths set up, and they'll be like, ah, oh, look at the AFC Championship game in Atlanta. And then and, they're like, well, we should every, do this next every... year. We'll get a sponsorship. And all, all these celebrities will come out. and <laughs> I know. And I hate you're, it, you're, Jordan. You're going to see, see, like, see like Quavo at, at the AFC Championship game. <laughs> There's going to be like Quavo and, and Bill Murray and the weekend. like 2 chains or somebody. Oh, and, God. and the stadium will be packed and it'll be perfectly. One half will be blue. One half will be like orange. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing. That is how they said they're doing it. They are doing and they it. They probably both. have both end zones they for are. both teams. Each and team will get one end zone. It'll be the NFL logo at the center. That they yeah, already announced like the the, a, the AFC at the, at the twenty five. Yeah, they're, follow, yeah. they're following Super Bowl rules on it. It's true. You know, neither team is considered the home team. Neither of them will get to be in the Falcons locker room. By the way, I read that today. 
They have more. How many locker rooms do they have? Uh, one team will be in the away locker room. One will be in the auxiliary locker room. They have an auxiliary locker room? Yes, for when other like sports play games and there aren't the Falcons. Okay. Yeah, but they they can't have either team have like the assumably nicer home locker room. Damn. I don't know. But yeah. Oh yeah, I love it. I love it. I love that we're not getting like an outdoor AFC championship game. Oh, thank God. Maybe I'm creating might, a straw they man. You might find somebody to do the half, uh, the halftime show. You want to see the AFC Championship halftime? Oh, show? I love it! I can't wait for them to do this next year and further ruin the integrity of the sport. This this is the thing that gets up my back. It really does, Ojo. Because I'm convinced there's like a class of people. Maybe the people don't really exist. I'm making them up. I'm convinced there's like a class of fans that hate any kind of weather impacting a football game. And it just makes me angry. We're simply trying to like make the sport less dynamic and less interesting. Which is great, which is great. So we have a fancy event that none of us can afford to go to. It could be in the fancy Mercedes-Benz Dome. Because everything Atlanta's needs to be a, there. Atlanta's a great city. I might have my, wedding, I might have my funeral there, ironically, maybe, honestly. And it just, uh, it makes, it had to be, it had to be, uh, it had to be the monument to everything I don't like about the sport. <laughs> it really did. It had to be the freaking monument to it. Damn, Jake, Jake is like, damn, remember when it was the Georgia Dome? Ugh. God, hate it. Not a fan. Out on this wrong move, NFL. Bad yeah, you're not, call. You're not ready to see little baby perform at halftime at the AFC mean, Championship game in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Oh God. Ugh. And then they'll be oh, juice every year. Oh, we'll have one at that disgusting indoor stadium in Minnesota. Thank God the Vikings play inside. Ugh. I mean, well, in, in, in the Vikings defense, they've always played inside. Which is an abomination. I mean, that that's more of, like, practicality. It's a than war like, crime. It, they've, they've always played inside. A though. true like, crime can't... that the Minnesota Vikings play inside. Damn, are you are you not? You weren't a Humphrey Dome enjoyer? Damn, dude's a hate. Dude's a, dude's I, I, a true I, I am I am generally a Dome hater, but especially when you take something that could lead to cool interesting weather games and make it another perfect temperature controlled dome so the entire sport can be boiled down to to, to big passing uh, so then, anyway and then they'll, that, they'll, they'll give the bills and cheese the exact same uniform jake you know imagine if you put like brandon staley in a cold weather game we wouldn't know what to do it'd be fun to watch him implode i mean well you don't you don't need cold weather to watch him implode it's true you don't you'd be insulting them against it i hate it i hate it anyway that's it on that um this went a lot longer than i thought wow we really always do nail this uh red Sox are poking around uh, you want some big names that the red Sox are in on jordan oh tell me we got elvis andrus we got it we got adam duvall okay jerickson profar and um, right. if you're wondering you know are the Red Sox sniffing around middle infield options because uh, Xander Bogarts left? Uh, yes, and because if you missed this, because another thing that came out, uh, Trevor Story also might be out for the season. So you can now add second base and shortstop to your list of needs. But what if, what if they uh, trade for whoever the, the, the Twins drafted with their competitive balance pick in the second round of like the 2020 MLB draft? What did the what did the analytics say? He's a dog. An- analytics don't know because he hasn't played yet. What, is, but... what does the dog index say? Uh, he's pound index. I think would be a better name for that stat. He's a he's he's a he's a quiet dog. All right, he's whimpering. <laughs> All right. All right. But yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah, that's just I just wanted to throw that out there. The Reds. I don't have much on that. Red Sox. 
just keeps getting worse and worse. <laughs> they extended Raphael Devers, and it was fun for like five minutes, and now it's just. They still don't have a starting lineup. I don't have a starting rotation. Don't have a catcher yet. Don't have a catcher. Don't either. really have a catcher. Not really sure what they're doing at first base, too. I, I, I guess it's Tristan Casas. That's that's the whole or, plan. Or center field. I, well, when Kiki Hernandez inevitably has to play shortstop, I also don't know what to plan. It. Well, well, in fairness, again, like Adam Adam Duvall is a gold glove, had won the gold glove as a right fielder in 2021. So I don't, I don't know if that's – I mean, that would be maybe a plan. Or there's well, – what, what would they do at center field, then? I – well, maybe you'd bring out bring out the old dog Duran, <laughs> my favorite player. You could bring out Duran. I would, I would assume, like at that point, you'd go to like you know you'd factor in like Yoshida. I don't know if he can actually play center field. I don't know. I'll figure it out. I mean, I I don't want to assume saying if you can play one. No, I, I, they're lifting him, the as, lifting him as left fielder. Mall. I actually don't remember if he played center field or not in Japan. I mean, this also all hinges on the fact that they don't bring in, like, in, in more infield options. And, like, Kiki Hernandez has to slide down from center field into the infield somewhere. Which I'd probably just prefer that they bring in, like, a shortstop. Because, again, like, Elvis Aruda does have, like, very good defensive numbers. Andrus does have, like, very good defensive numbers the last couple years, even though he's 34 years old. But, you know... All you're getting at this point is old guys. I mean, can they can they sign him with a Nantucket Nectar and a Hallmark card from Walgreens? Uh, maybe. But, yeah, Red Sox are not doing so odd. Uh, Jason Tatum now leads the Celtics in all-time 50-point games, which is an unbelievable stat, by the way. We talked about that before. Tatum's, Tatum dropped 50 on the Hornets last night. Maybe they should have kept him in the game from the drop 50, but I'll, I'll get over it. But... It was either his fifth or his sixth 50-point game, and that was the most in Celtics history, which feels untrue. Dang, tell me Bill Russell didn't have, like, 25 50-point games in a row in 1962? No. He was, he, was ah. too, he was too busy just, just you know, holding, holding teams to, like, 60 points a game. Uh, he's too busy being the coach and holding teams to <laughs> 60 points a game. <laughs> and coaching at the same time, yes, absolutely. But, yep, nope, again, that feels like a fake stat. That doesn't feel like a right. It's kind of unbelievable that that stat's correct. But Jason Tatum, all-time like, like leader. Like a guy 50... scoring 100 points. What? Like a guy scoring 100 points. You you get out of here with this. <laughs> Which didn't <laughs> when happen. are you going to make the Wilt Chamberlain truther documentary? It's it it's it. I'm not a, I'm not a big conspiracy. There's the crazy thing like is after cons- we talked about this the other day. I, I opened TikTok and like the third thing I saw was a video of another di- guy being a Wilt Chamberlain denier. <laughs> he didn't do it. <laughs> he didn't do it, Jake. There, how, how many things? How many contemporary <laughs> sources do we have of Wilt Chamberlain scoring hundred points? There's like a newspaper article <laughs> and like a picture which may or may not have been on him, the same day. Him holding up a number. Uh, holding, I don't know what you want me to tell you, Jordan. For the time, <laughs> like him, a newspaper. Him holding up like a piece of paper that he drew on with Sharpie 100. That says the number 100. I mean, Jordan, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. For for the era, like, like there's, that's, there's, that's there's, an iron there's, there's, Hang on. Like there's, there's more records on like Eurasian horse archers from China <laughs> like 5,000 years ago. It's like, true, like, I know we know major. more about yeah, the Jong right. nude than we know about Will Chamberlain scoring. Yeah, yeah, hang on, points. hang on, hang on, hang on, <laughs> hang on. I'm, 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 I'm handling this. Hang on. Okay. All right, there, there we go. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, That's, do you remember right. when I did this? Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Oh, God. I, God those Does San that count Francisco as a secondary Warriors. source? Those San Francisco Warriors were ass. I took them to town that score day. At your points. <laughs> yeah, for those of you that don't know what Jordan, Jordan is an ardent Wilt Chamberlain scoring 100 points denier. <laughs> He didn't. He's a firm didn't denier do it. that, that Will Chamberlain did not score. If, you, if you, it, like, like if this, if, if if this was like, if this, if like, if we'll, let's let's pretend like basketball was like something they played in like five BC. Okay, we wouldn't be, we wouldn't believe it. <laughs> Historians will say this is a lot. It was what, just like a Bible proverb. The yeah, story in the Bible and like the like like if Tacitus said Will Chamberlain scored a hundred points, we wouldn't believe it. Saint <laughs> Paul dropped one hundred. <laughs> This is Leviticus 1954. Yeah, if, if like, if like Thucydides was like, oh, yeah, one of, one of these Saint, Athenian Saint generals Peter dropped 100. 100. Scored 100 points with 15 rebounds and three assists. He shot 44% from the field. Took 20, went 18 for 20 from the line. By the way, that's a component of Wilt Chamberlain denial, by the way. If you want to hear that, that's, that's one of the, if we're getting into this. That is that is that is a facet of Wilt Chamberlain scoring 100 points denial, by the way, because he attempted 32 free, 32 free throws. He made 28. And I guess like on that season, he was like a 50, 60 percent free throw shooter. People are like, what are the odds? The real Wilt Chamberlain deniers. Statistical I'm like, what are the odds? What an arbor? <laughs> he didn't do that. <laughs> Which, by the way, you accepting that a guy can score 100 points is, is accepting a statistical aberration. <laughs> <laughs> his free throw percentage being up is too much. That's well, he did. He didn't score hundred <laughs> points. That's the that's the that's the problem. <laughs> he tell me tell me no one recorded the carnival. <laughs> they didn't record the game. They were watching. Like what else do you do? Why was the news? Okay, fine, fine, fine. Okay, okay, but fine, fine, Jordan. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you the thing that usually makes most consi- most conspiracy theories fall apart. Because it's always okay. the thing I ask most conspiracy theorists. It's like okay, you're doubting something happened. The usual thing that like can really like at least like make you think about it. Who why would whomever who would lie about this and why would they lie about this? They lied they lied about that so they can bring more attention to the basketball game instead of having the dudes play like fucking rugby or volleyball. <laughs> but why okay, why would why would the newspapers lie on their behalf for the Philadelphia Warriors? Uh they paid them. <laughs> That's all right, well, there you go. <laughs> That's he beat him off. <laughs> he, he, I, mean, he, I don't know, Jake. I'm not, I'm not you know. I'm, I'm asking. Not, that's I'm important. Not... That's, that's like the important. Okay, look, why? How? If you're going to have a conspiracy, why would it be faked? But okay, that's it's just money. You want to bring attention to the sport. All right, fair enough. You're in. It's, you know, it's a little bit a little bit of yellow journalism. <laughs> I mean, this, it you're, wasn't too far wrong, removed though. from there, the from there the are more, There era. are more sources on, like, 14th century goat herding. You're not wrong in, like, specific <laughs> villages. <laughs> Scholarship does go crazy for everything besides, like, Wilt Chamberlain. All right, like, we're saying this now, and, like, somebody's going to, like, at me on Twitter with, like, a book that somebody wrote on this. You want, you want to know more about Wilt Chamberlain scoring 100 or the sea peoples <laughs> and the collapse of the Bronze Age? We know we know just about as much as both of them. <laughs> Jordan, it happened a long time ago, all right? <laughs> they didn't record things in 1962. <laughs> I think maybe this was mixed in with Watergate somehow. Probably. I don't know how you tie them together, but ooh, is this a Nixon thing? <laughs> I'm in the exact... But 
I don't, I don't know, Jordan. I just, all right. I'm glad we got it. I'm glad we finally got this to paper. So again, folks, uh, Jordan is a is a Wilt Chamberlain hundred point game denier. I, I I'm choosing to believe it unless I'm presented with compelling information because I simply live in the matrix. I'm a cuck. I'm too blue pilled for my own good. Hey, I hey, simply hey, get hey, force hey, fed by the by the lamestream media and believe their narratives. But Jordan one of, here, one of, he, one, of, one of my favorite one of my favorite quotes is, "You must believe in ancient history, even if it isn't true." <laughs> Jor- so. Jor- Jordan is simply based and epic and red pilled and is simply just asking questions and cares about the facts. <laughs> so. <laughs> See, I don't know, Jake. You, you want to read about how the Egyptians domesticated the horse? You got more information on that in like 3000 BC than this fucking game. <laughs> All right, I think I think on that note. Unless you got anything else to get off, Jordan, you got any more? Got any more Wilt Chamberlain slander? Or are we are we good? If you want. You, I mean, Jordan, it was against the Knicks. Like, I mean, can, does that make it more believable? If it would happen to any team, it would be the Knicks. <laughs> that makes it makes it a little bit more believable based on based on what Luca did to them. <laughs> it makes it a little bit more. But alrighty, that that, that is think, that is a wrench in, in in the in the in the theory. It's a kink in the theory. We got to iron that out. You're like, well, actually, if you look at these photos from the game, the flags are blowing. Why why are the flags moving? There's no wind in New York. <laughs> there's, there's, there's said New no York wind didn't in have the... photography until 1963. There's, there's, there's no wind in the Hershey Sports Arena in Hershey, Pennsylvania. <laughs> but they played this game after, I believe it was the Giants and the, the then-named Redskins played an exhibition basketball game. Just go Jake. You know, it's something different time. You tell, you're telling me that Will Chamberlain walked in there, scored 100 points, <laughs> Yeah, and then he wrote it on a little card and he held it up, Jordan. So remember, I don't know what's so hard to believe about that. There's okay, okay. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you another, another, another one of my my uh, sports conspiracy. I have two sports conspiracies. No, no, Jordan. No, this is good. This is good. One, another day, one, another day. But what's gone long enough? Okay. All right. <laughs> another time. Another time. Maybe right. next episode Just, we'll end with another one if we're running out of stuff to talk about. All right. Wait. Wait till I tell you about my 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 take on baseball statistics. All right. Oh, you pre, know what? You pre, know what, Jordan? Pre, write pre a bunch World of these down. And this can this could be a new segment like over like the summer when we have nothing to talk about. Okay. When it's like just baseball and like no OTAs or nothing. We'll really get grinding on that. But all right, that that's it. That's the show, everybody. Um I'm Jake. That was Jordan. I'm on Twitter, Jake R. Elmsley. He's on Twitter and Instagram, true underscore world underscore king. Check out the YouTube, check out the TikTok. We will be back next week. See 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 you then. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>